everyone to season three, episode seven of Kicks at the Castle. This is a podcast by four sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all those who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is Ruby and I will be your host today. We are two men down this week. John just finished his cross-country trek and is now enjoying some Walt Disney World time. And we are missing Irv this week, but he'll be joining us again soon. I am joined by Matt. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everyone? And I'm happy to announce we also have a guest this week. Welcome, Frankie, to the pod. Hello. What's up? Awesome. So we have a great show planned for you this week. We are going to catch up on some news items. And then we've got our fit of the week. We will talk about weather conditions in World Burst Land, and then I'll cover Herb's plant-based option this week, and we're going to catch up on some recent trips on property, and then we'll get to know our guest Frankie with a couple of games and some questions. All right, let's jump right in. So, pickups. Quaver, pick up, pick up, don't pick up the phone, I'm trapping, don't pick up. We've been having dripping, I'm putting this down, and I'm lighting, I'm icing, I'm flooding my wrist up. This week's hits and misses, not just... Any, not just shoes, but anything shoe or Disney adjacent. Frankie, do you have any pickups you want to share with us this week? Uh, yeah, so I've been waiting for a new Kansas Brownfly, and Disney World just premiered the 50th. Oh, I love it. It's the same placement on every bag, which is nice. So you don't have to like go hunting for like a good one. Yeah. I, don't I was going to say, Ruby, Brownfly. I'm surprised you don't have that one, but this one's Disney World specifically. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do love, I don't have any lounge fly that are that shaped backpack yet, but I've seen a couple of them and I'm like, oh, I want it. Do you want one? I can grab one for you. How much are they? How much is Uh, that one? This one's 85. That's not that bad because the other ones are like 80 bucks anyways, and they're way smaller. Yeah, I'm a big lounge fly person. You can't see it right now, but my wall up there is a bunch of lounge flies. So I'm currently waiting on some new ones to come in that I pre-ordered. Awesome. Any other pickups? Uh, that's my pickup. Cool. Matt, what about you? What you got this week? All right. So I know last week I was dry and <laughs> I did say that I would have some heat this week. So let's see it. start off. Let me know which ones these are because they don't say it on the outside of the box, but desert sand. Got nice. lucky on these on confirmed win. I never went on confirmed and actually won these. To be honest, I don't know if I'm going to keep these because they're literally almost the same exact mm-hmm. shade as the the ochres. And I kind of yeah. like, I mean, the ochres are a little bit darker and these are a little bit lighter, but yeah, I don't know. But so big. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know what to call this. It's uh, what's that? Um, The Pokemon with the, the bone on his face. Cubo. Yes, Cubo. Cubo. There, there's so many memes of, of this uh, foam runner as as uh, his face. <laughs> like, that's funny, though. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. And second pair, this was a, uh, I think this, oh, no, I'm sorry. The Desert the desert Sands weren't a confirmed win. It was an Adidas raffle win to go pick up at the Adidas oh. store. But these were a confirmed win. Nice. Onyx foam runners honestly these are really nice i was honestly like waiting for a black foam runner and yeah i'm more than likely going to keep these but we'll see i don't know yeah they're pretty tight and one more pair my very first pair travis scott oh yeah love it yeah 
I remember when we talked about these um, in Newsies and I had no idea that this colorway was even coming out. I thought it was just the brown one. But yeah, I love this colorway so much. And yeah, I'm just happy I had my first uh, Travis Scott shoot. <laughs> awesome. Great pickups. Yep. Right. for last week. Yeah. <laughs> you make up for last week. Well, it's always hard when you like have stuff coming, but you have one week. Yeah. Like nothing came. Rad. So you and I are major twin vibes this week because I also have these. Um, it's my first pair of foam runners and black is like my favorite color of shoes. So I was really excited. I got these on confirmed. I'm always bitching about how I get really lucky on confirmed except for foam runners. I just never hit on them. And so I finally hit, was stoked. I was a little worried about the sizing because everyone had something to say about how these are so missized all the time. But uh, I got, I ended up going with an eight because I'm usually a seven and a half in Yeezys and it fits perfect. I, these were like a straight to feet for me. I usually don't wear new shoes that I get for like at least a week um, until I've had them. And then these, I like put on the same day, left the house. And I was like, I get it. Everyone says they're so comfortable. I love my Crocs. Um, so I'm a big Croc person. I, I was going to say, cause you said that shoe, you don't really notice the comfort levels between like shoes. I was going to say yeah. like, how do you feel about these? They're, they're very comfortable. Like they're, yeah. I mean, obviously I wear them with socks. I don't think you could wear these without socks. I feel like they would, I, yeah, whereas no, I want to recommend I, <laughs> I like to wear my Crocs with socks also, but I can wear them without socks and not feel like I'm going to get a blister. I well, feel like cause foam, like with foam runners, like they hug your, your ankles. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like, it, that'll be like very uncomfortable or it like is uncomfortable when you don't wear it with socks. Yeah. So I am stoked for these also winning vibe. So I also got these. We're told wow. this week. Um, <laughs> I put the I put the little uh overlay thing in the pocket here. So I did the little folding instruction that it gives. Um, I haven't worn these yet. They are my second pair of Travis Scott's, I think. But yeah, I love them. The color looks really nice. I'm excited to wear them. It's the first pair of air trainers I have. I like the style of them. So yeah, I'm really stoked on these. And then lastly, you know, we've seen these a couple of times, but I've really been waiting for them. So I finally got my Hello Kitty Prestos which I am so excited for. So, so many people in the Discord hit. Yeah, I got, I ended up getting an assist on these through Soul Savvy. So actually I ended up with two pairs, which was good because my friend wanted one. So I was able to get a pair for her and a pair for me. But yeah, the, the back is just like, it's oh, so, so cute. cute. I just, I can't even deal with how cute it is. The bow in the front and then they're presto. So they're super comfy. I love them. I, I didn't realize, I don't think that this part is like velvety. So it's like really soft. Oh. So if you wear like low socks with it, it's actually really soft and comfy. I didn't know that before. And then the insole is super cute. If you can see it. Yeah. The details on that shoe is crazy. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, so excited. I finally got these and then I didn't get any, oh, I did have one more thing. Ah, this, I made my 
fiance watch goofy movie recently because he's like i think i've seen it but i don't remember and i'm like okay well that's not acceptable so we're gonna <laughs> again so goofy movie I'm, is so good i know and i'm always so excited when i see max at dca so i'm like max like waving and i'm like how can you like not even understand who i'm waving at so i ended up looking for something goofy movie randomly and on disney shop i seen that they were doing free shipping on any order so I was like hell yeah I'm gonna order something because I'm always getting sucked into like spending more just to get free shipping so I was like I can get something small I got this goofy movie pin set and it was really well priced so it like opens like a book um like a VHS tape oh yeah like a VHS tape exactly and so then this one is like obviously the power line but this pin at the bottom opens up and it's also like oh that's so cool it's so cool and I ended up getting it for like nine dollars or something crazy so I was like I don't need it must yeah (laughs) (laughs) it has spending problems maybe don't watch this part but no it's so cute I'm really glad I got it I recently got into pin collecting so I'm like trying to find all the cute ones that make my spirit happy um, so those are my pickups for this week. All right. Yeah, good next... pickups this week. Yeah, I know. And I love that you and I are totally twinning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of saw you uh, post in the Discord that you were picking up some stuff. And I was like, oh, I bet we're going to be twinning. I bet you got the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I barely post and copped just because like I'm going to wait for the show. Yeah. And I only posted the Travis Scott's because I met up with um, Tony. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if those are for Matt or not. And I was like, we're going to be twinning this. I know they're they're, they're for me. (laughs) Because he hit, he hit on like three raffles. And then he was like, I don't need a second pair. Yeah. So here you go. You were like, I do need Shout out to Tony. Yeah. We love a good assist. All right. Next, let's go ahead and catch up on some news. Newsies that's going on in the Disney world or some new kicks that are coming out. First up, Matt, I think you maybe posted this in the Discord, but uh, Disney offers global travel package to all 12 of its parks for $110,000. Um, starting, yes. <laughs> that's Thoughts. utterly insane. Like I just remember getting a notification from Discord. I think it was Adrian that said, could you guys imagine having that much money and I was like, what are they talking about? I thought it was like a shoe or like, I don't know, someone bought like the Mark Wahlberg fours or something. And I looked at it and then I was like, what the heck is this? 110 grand. But I mean, where, where are you going? It's like. You're going I mean... to Disneyland, California Adventure, all four Disney World, Shanghai, Disneyland, Paris, Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris Studios, Hong Kong, Disneyland, Tokyo, Disneyland, and Disney Sea. But it also includes other things like going to the Taj Mahal and going to yeah. the Giza yeah. and the Eiffel Tower. It's with Adventures by Disney. So the very yeah. like very personalized itinerary, but it's also included all the airfare, all the travel, I believe pretty sure all the hotels, and I'm pretty sure like all the food. Um, yeah. But I think they also offer VIP experiences with it. So it's not just you're just attending the park, like you're going to get like a tour guide. So the amount of money guests are paying here at Disney World for a seven-hour VIP tour, you know, that chunk of money would go towards the $110,000. Yeah. I saw the the price initially and I like got a little queasy. I was like, okay, that's insane. But actually, once I started to break it down, I was like, it's actually not 
insanely overpriced if you just think about travel in general because it is private jet so that's expensive i'm bougie admittedly oh, we talked I about this that part, and right. so i like to fly first class and, and i can put you in first class is already expensive. So I was like thinking, okay, realistically, like how much would you pay if these flights were first class? And then you like add an amount to that because it's private jets, right? And then to Frankie's points, it's like your stay, your food, the VIP experiences. So once I started to break it down, I was like, it's not that it's insanely overpriced per se. It's probably a little bit overpriced, but not insanely. It's just who really has the capital to put that down all at once, right? That's, I think, yeah. the biggest like uh, gulp is like- Club 33 members. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the people who already have these VIP experiences anyways. Yep. So um, the accommodations for it, though, is Disney Grand California Hotel, Summit Skywalker Ranch in Tokyo Disneyland, Shanghai yeah. Disneyland Hotel, Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel, the, I don't know, some Oberia, um, Agra? I don't know how to say it. Uh, Mar Marriott in Cairo, Disney's Hotel in New York in Paris, the Marvel one, mm -hmm. and Grand Floridian Spa here at Disney World. Well, I mean, if they do, like, I don't know put it's down like a deposit and then pay it off in like 30 years i don't know maybe i'll, maybe I mean, I'll enjoy it when i'm it, 60 right know. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it also includes a chef three dedicated staff members and a doctor see so it is it is actually worth a hundred grand but yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, who has that kind of money? Yeah. Of like, it was just like upfront dropping 110 yeah. on a vacation. But it's not that it's like, if you do have the money, it's not like you're just being royally ripped off. If you're getting yeah. like the value of that. And so at first I was just like, this is, this is an atrocity. Like this, nobody can do this. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I will, I, I aspire to be at this level of wealth. <laughs> But yeah, it, maybe you also know, you get to see Lucasfilm Campus, the Walt Disney Studios, like there's other things that rig not regular guests. But and like, and how many days is it? It's a 24 day trip. Yeah. Oof. It's a 24 a day trip. tour, private jet to all 12 of the company's parks around the world. Plus, you know, the Pyramid, Taj Mahal, Eiffel Tower, etc. If I win the lottery, <laughs> I might do it. If I win the lottery, I'm definitely doing it. And I'll Boy bring Christ. all the kicks of the castle people with me. <laughs> hey, let's go. Can you imagine? Awesome. 75 Hosted. <laughs> Hashtag hosted. All right. Next up. Uh, so Lightyear uh, coming soon, which I'm really excited for, but they have made a decision not to remove a same-sex kiss that I guess it was removed and they added it back, which is going to result in it being banned in 14 Middle Eastern countries and Asian countries. Thoughts? I got to say, I mean, oh, well, for those people, that's a loss for them not to get to see Lightyear, but I'm glad they added it back. Spoilers, man. My dad to say that. Well, <laughs> I was kidding. But, I don't uh... know, but I feel like it's important. Um, I'm, I mean, representation matters. Pixar is yeah. in is in the Bay Area in Oakland. There's a lot of LGBTQ plus people that work at Pixar. It's like we should have our stories represented in the movies that are being made. And like, unfortunately, other countries' media and content laws may prevent them from being able to see it. But I'm glad that we're like limiting how much we're censoring that stuff in movies that are being made here. So the whole movie is banned. Like they're not even cutting out the scene in those countries. Yeah. 
I, allegedly the they're banning it from being able to be watched they won't have permission dang yeah well also you have to realize that Lightyear is the first Pixar movie since the pandemic has started that has a theatrical release mm-hmm. so versus like everything else was streamed where it's a little bit easier to control in different countries the theaters are the one not allowing them because they're showing you know a same gender relationship mm. um but also it was it was a result from the pushback of Florida, Florida Disney World silence to DeSantis. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it had to do with the pushback from the company in the last like five months yeah. when it came to LGBTQ people because Disney Disney World specifically wasn't saying anything mm-hmm. or nor was the parks and resorts as a whole was saying anything. So the only people without the risk of losing their jobs per se were the ones in studios at any of the film film areas where they could walk out. Yeah. Because Florida's yeah. in that will state. So if the if the cast member walks out, you know, either the reprimand or terminated. Versus Disneyland, Disneyland had a little bit more protection comparably here. Yeah. That's why you can't get rid of people at Disneyland as much. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you if um so with the, if you look at the cast members at Disneyland, a lot of them are like a lot older, have been there so much longer and more seasoned, and there's a lot less because there's that's why there's no CPs back yet over there because they already have those people, and versus Disney World where you can get fired almost immediately for certain things, Disneyland. Yeah. Their union is so much more like uh, stronger over there, I guess, that would prevent the parks to reprimand or terminate the staff members. Yeah, I think just in California in general, like it's not as easy to just let go of people. Like you have to have reasons. Otherwise, like you can get sued if you don't have really legitimate reasons to let go of people. I think the only reason you can like let go of people more easily is if they're like downsizing so if a company is doing layoffs then because you know they can't afford to keep the same amount of staff but they can't lay people off and then immediately hire for those same roles so I think there are a lot more employee protections here but I mean I'm glad like I said I know people that work at Pixar I know what it means for them to be like their stories can be represented I was attending a Pride event hosted by Slack once, and the uh, director of Light, the lady who was the director of Light for Wally, uh, was a speaker that we got to speak with. And, you know, it was really important to her as a lesbian to have like her voice heard in movies. And and I saw that she worked on um, Turning Red recently. And so I think about people like that, that I've had the opportunity to interact with. And like, you make these movies, they they spend so many years making these Pixar films. And then to feel like you have to like take parts of your identity out of it seems kind of lame. So I'm glad they're keeping it whole the way that the creators made it. Awesome. All right. On to some sneaker news. I uh, It is the ending of basketball season. Uh, and we do have a lot of folks in the discord who are Reebok question fans so I saw that the AI Reebok answers the OG colorway are coming out June 29th and I gotta say they look pretty dope I've always been more of a question person versus an answer Um, but I do love I love a throwback colorway what are your thoughts on this I so okay so I actually had these I had the answers but I had it in like a black and in the black and white colorway 
Mm-hmm. And this was like when I was in like first grade, like I didn't know, I didn't really care about shoes back then, but then like my parents bought them for me or like mm-hmm. my brother told my parents to buy them for me. He was in a sneakers back then too. And literally like, I, I do, I, I remember specifically having these shoes and going to the playground, filling them up with sand. And, you know, you know, when you fill up <laughs> your shoes with sand and then you like dump them out. Yeah. I did that with those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as far as this, I mean, I think it's dope. I would kind of agree. I'm more of a question person than the answer. I don't have any right. I don't even have any Iversons right now, but these are these are nice. I like yeah, them. I think they look nice. I'd be interested to know how the uh Discord's gonna play off any folks and they're planning to go for yeah. them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they kind of look a little more platformy than I like remember. I don't know if it's just this picture, but yeah. I love my questions, so maybe I'll give the answers a shot. I love AI, so yeah, always love to see throwback for him. Frankie, are you into any kind of basketball sneakers like these at all, or not? No, I'm clueless about them. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know what I want. I don't know what I like. We're all learning what we like all the time. So he likes Vans old schools. I'm five feet tall. I'm stocky and short. Uh huh. So you know, depending on what kind of shoe, it really affects like how my body looks yeah so like converse are okay like old school bands seem to be working out for me very well i did have these pair of nikes that i was like mm, about um they were on the cheaper side so it's not the exact one that i wanted but i do have like a pair of i don't know i don't know what to call it i'm guessing they're air force ones mm, classic but like, i know what yeah. you will like is this next collection I know, I was looking at it, and I was like, back can help me. <laughs> yeah, next up is uh, the Be True collection, which every year Nike releases a couple silhouettes for Pride Month, um, the Be True collection. One thing I got to call out, not sure if we have any legendary fans out there. It's a show about ballroom on HBO, one of my favorite shows. So I love ballroom culture. If you know anything about the show Pose, that's all about ballroom culture, but one of the models that they chose for the dunks is Honey Balenciaga, and she is from the House of Balenciaga, but she is a fantastic dancer. So love her. Glad to see her in the advertisements. They had one of my favorite ballroom dancers last year, Laomi, as one of the models for it. So I'm pretty excited about this year's collection being Dunks and Cortez, which are two of my favorite Nike shoes. I am a little worried that I won't be able to as easily get them as normal. Normally it's crazy because the Be True collection like never sells out. Yeah. Air Force Ones. I can't even remember what other, but they, they mostly come out with Air Force Ones though. But yeah, now that it's a dunk and Anna Cortez, I mean, obviously we know that the dunks are going to sell out. Yeah. Cortez, I feel like the Cortez, I have a good chance. Yeah. I feel like I have no chance with the dunks. I'm going to try, but I feel like I have no chance. I love the stitching on the Cortez. So if I get those, I'll be super happy. Hey, we have a drop in. Look who it is. That doesn't look like the park. <laughs> you tapped out. Tapped yeah. out. You tapped out, man. Was it your second day? I don't even know. How long have I been here? Is that your Tuesday? <laughs> How was the drive? It was long. It was long. We got here at uh, here like 4 30 on Tuesday and we unpacked and went to the parks. Nice. 
been a lot. I've worked for the last two days, so yeah. Part, like I did animal cleaning yesterday morning. Came back and worked for five hours and went back. Where are you at tomorrow? Tomorrow we got studios. Oh, I'll be. Are you going to be there all day, probably? Um, I I'm gonna go check in in the morning, and then I gotta go back and work. I got meetings until like one thirty our time. Okay. So, Cause I'll be at, um, I'll be at Epcot. Um, probably I, I'm not sure. Maybe like around like 11 and then we're park hop into the studio. So I'll hit you up. See if you're there, but nice cool. of you to join us. Yeah, man, I, was, I said I was going <laughs> to pop in, but and so we, jumped, we jumped out. We were on the, uh, we watched the fireworks from the, from the Yeah. Nice. Well, we are just catching up on the be true collection. So yeah, Frankie, the top ones are the, dunks and the middle ones are the cortez what are your thoughts frankie any of these that you I want, want the to dunks. Pop, pop dunks yeah but I'm like, I don't know how to get everyone out. wants the dunks everyone does i was gonna say you know if you're if you're questioning like what silhouettes are good for you because of your your height uh matt and i talk about this frequently like lows of ones and dunk low dunks are good because they don't make us look as short yeah. <laughs> as some of the high yep. shoes. So <laughs> i'll be rooting for you i hope you can get these ones it doesn't show um on this but like the inside of the the inside swoosh has like more rainbow stitching which is cool so i think they're really nice and they always drop like cool attire with it as well. The t the tie dye t shirts. I love tie dye, so I probably cop a tee at least as well, even if I can't catch the shoes. I'm I'm definitely going for the dunks. One thousand <laughs> percent. Yeah. Matt, help me. <laughs> I can try. Matt's like I can't. I have to help myself. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got the official image of the off white Nike Air Force One mid. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> Too crazy. Dude. How do you? I, I can't do the spikes. None of the do. ones with the spikes. I'm just like, nah, I'm out. Like my friends had ones with spikes and they like were walking around, slipped inside. It's like they're wearing weird golf shoes on floors that they shouldn't be. And I was just like, just even look comfortable. It just looks, you. I don't even know how you walk in them. And then yeah. it's like, you went with the AF mid not the high or not the low it's like i feel like so many decisions about these were like this is really about who is a stand of the off-white nike collabos and just gonna cop and just it's like it's the, the spikes are in like the toe area it's not even the whole shoe it's like how i think too i don't and yeah so look the spikes are on the toe area and then if you look at the side profile in the middle like where the arch is yeah bro why oh i see it like, now yeah just why oh, on the uh on the medial side they got them in the, in the arch yeah yeah i don't so, know i mean tell me tell me you're not gonna try for a pair come on i mean i'll try for a pair because i'll sell them but i mean i i shouldn't yeah, even, i'm really bad at selling stuff so i probably shouldn't even try because if i get them i'm gonna be stuck with a task that i don't want but I don't uh, i'll try for them for an assist that that's yeah. as far as gonna get. <laughs> I don't I don't even feel like these will sell for enough to make it worth it to try to resell them. They're just so wild. I don't know for yeah. some, for somebody who doesn't have anything of Virgil, I could see people wanting that. Just I mean, clearly with the cycle of shoes, Virgil would have been involved with these. So you know, if somebody wants something like that, I can, I can see people. I can see it being in demand. Yeah. What do you remember? Which other ones had the spikes on them? I feel like they never went that high. And resell. They didn't. They did a um, 
They did those little spikes on another pair of shoes earlier. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. And I feel like they never went that high for resale. Like they always stay the lowest. No, they didn't. They didn't go that high. They went in. They, those are like one of the ones uh, off white shoes that actually like made it to the outlet. Waffle Racer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say if this didn't have these crazy spikes on it, I'd so be down. Cause I I like Air Force One highs, mids. I just like Air Force Ones in general. And I kind of like the like fabric. I don't know what it looks, what it is. And I like the air logo. So I feel like if they didn't have the spikes, I would definitely is it fly knit? It looks like fly knit, right? But then they it, look it's, stiff. It's not leather. It's definitely not leather. Kind of looks like I haven't I haven't worn the Stussy mids yet. I'm planning actually I actually think I'm gonna wear those to studios tomorrow. Yeah. So then again, are... you got strap problems. How are you gonna wear the strap? Let that thing yeah. hang. I, I'll leave it hanging. Yeah, that's how I am. I like a tight ankle on my shoe, but I still in any Air Force with a strap, I let it hang. Yeah, these ain't it for me. All right. And our last sneaker to talk about today is the Air Jordan 1 Low, the mystery ones. I don't even know what they're called, if they're called the mystery ones, but um, they come with like the silver part that's I guess you can tear tear away and then all it has different shoes. colors. So they're all different? Allegedly. The soon if you've seen the color. That's kind of cool though. I think it's right, pretty I'm cool. I'm in. Why? Right, it's in. fun. It's like a choose your own <laughs> yeah. adventure. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. Um yeah. I feel like even if it. I got that coral color, I would be down. But I'm curious to know like what other colors are there. Is it going to be like a wishable where I'm going to want to collect them all? <laughs> Knowing you, yes. why they made it. <laughs> that's their marketing scheme. I feel like that's the theme now. Everyone's just making like mystery because it's just you get more money from people. I kind of like the tongue too. You look at the look at the jump man on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looks cool. It does. Was it like iridescent or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have some iridescent like pale pink mid jordan ones i know everyone hates mids but i love them because they have like an iridescent especially especially because i'm all about the lows right now i've I've worn the natural grade lows the last three days i also like the laces on these they remind me of like the friendship bracelets that i like with my friends yeah i'm pretty stoked about these i want i want them i like it i like a creative adventure oh yeah it looks got a little thing says take your chances where you peel it off Mm -hmm. i like it yeah what about you, Frankie? Uh, they look cool. I like the colors on them. I think, again, based on your criteria earlier, I think a, a Jordan 1 low is probably a good silhouette for you, similar to the dunk silhouette. So if you're trying to figure out what's your vibe, this might be a good one to check out. I think you'll look good in some Air Jordan 1 lows. I think so. Look, I can't tell what I look good in shoes until I put them on, and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> like i can spend all this time at a sneaker store and i'm like i don't know i have no idea you know what i've learned just whatever you think you look like it's it's like your own perception but nobody else even picks up on it for the longest wow. time i was like i can't wear air maxes because they like my feet look too small and i look like a humpty dumpty like i'm gonna tip over and then I love Air Maxes on everyone else. And finally, I just got over it. And now I'm like, I look like everyone else. Like, it's just totally normal. And I, for like I years, I didn't buy any Air Maxes because of this like made up vision in my head. So I just can't put together outfits. So like in choosing shoes, all of my shoes are literally probably the same colorway. 
because I'm just like, I don't know what I would wear this way. Then you change the muted, mute your outfit instead of your shoe or opposite. So like, then I'll, I'll be like, oh, Matt looks really cool. And like, I know he wears like the same clothes, but just different combinations. And I'm still like, yeah, that's a new outfit. <laughs> Got that swag, Matt. Yeah, I like to switch out my shoes and clothes a lot. Yeah, I feel like I I pick my shoe first and then the outfit. I just figure out like, I'm like, I want to wear this shoe. And then I just try to pull something together. Speaking of fits, those are all our items for Newsies. So next, let's talk about the fit of the week. You know, my dad supplies for the family, but I supply for the fit picks. Did you you get the picture yet? Did you get it? You know, who's really putting the family on? That's me. Every week we pick a post that we were tagged in or where the hashtag Hicks at the Castle is used. And this week it goes to... A new friend of the pod in the Discord at J Castle Fits had the Stitch Spirit jersey and then blue and white low dunks. I couldn't tell if they were the Kentuckys um, or not because in certain pictures they look darker and other ones they looked a little bit lighter. So I wasn't sure exactly which ones they were, but uh, the fit overall is really cool. I really like that he's also been doing like that Pantone type of thing with his pictures where he's putting like the color blocks. So I think that's, that's cool. Uh, thank you for tagging us in your fit pick. I really love that Stitch Spirit jersey. And I can't believe it's been 20 years since Lilo and Stitch came out. Did you guys realize that? No, that's crazy. Thing that said 20 years. That made me feel mad old. I was like, I don't need this information. I already feel old today. <laughs> So remember to tag us in your picks uh, to be featured next. And these can be your fits in park or not. All right. Next up, we have Land vs. Worlds. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! So each week we pick a landmark or aspect from Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. And we decide which park has it better. This week, we are talking about weather, but more specifically, dry heat, or as John says, that humid ass heat. (laughs) This is John's idea, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Frankie, you mentioned you wear shorts a lot. Which park do you think has better heat weather? So we'll we'll say summer weather, even though both of us are summer most of the year. Oh, Disneyland, 100%. We might have an easy win here, John. <laughs> yeah, you know, as, as we're ha- as we're having this conversation, I'm sitting in a soaking wet shirt because <laughs> I've been in the park for the last five hours and I'm drenched. Matt? Oh, man, dry heat all day. Like, all day. At night, like even in the summers, like the dry heat, I, I can handle that all day. And then even at night, you guys have no humidity, so it's cool. And then when you guys get breezes, it's still cool. And then when it's here, you get breezes and it's still humid. And it's still hot and you're still sweating yeah. and then you're sticky. Yeah. It's just terrible. <laughs> and then you get the inconvenient thunder showers for 15 minutes in the afternoon to drench you. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you wear the poncho, you get all sticky and humid in it too. Uh. It's like, it's the grossest I was going to say my, my wife and daughter were wearing the ponchos yesterday in Animal Kingdom when it was raining. And they're like, I don't know if I'd rather be wet or all the sweat inside of the freaking poncho. <laughs> I'd rather be wet from the rain than the sweat from the poncho. <laughs> than the poncho yeah. sweat. Yeah. Ugh. Those are tough decisions. But yeah, I, man, I'll take I'll take that uh, arid, dry desert heat anytime. All day. I uh I originate from the desert and I'm from Las Vegas. And so I'm very intimately hey. familiar with that very dry, 
hot heat, which I used to hate growing up. And then when I went to college in New York and I experienced humidity in the summer, I was like, take me back to the desert. This is horrible. So I, will take go to UNLV? I did not know. I bounced. I was like, I'm out of here. I hate Vegas. I'm going to New York. And then I was like, the summer's here. The winters are horrible. Let me move back to the West. And then I ended up in California after college. Uh, so I think I landed in the best place weather-wise. I am not a humidity girl at all. I also have curly hair, which is a nightmare for humidity. Well, that's the other thing my daughter said yesterday. She's like, I can't believe I spent time straightening my hair in the morning. It's just <laughs> when she got out in the humidity. Yeah. It's like, ding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very rude. Um, so yeah, I think it's a landslide on this one. Irving's from Atlanta. I'm sure he likes the, the humidity. Well, Irving here to make that case. <laughs> he's at work. I, I I texted him today. He's hold, he's holding my popcorn bucket hostage. So we had some words today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was an easy one. If you have ideas for us in the future, ones you want us to talk about, send them to us in the DMs. All right, let's catch up on property trips and drips. We move too fast, it can slime me as Life is too grimy, y'all watch for the devil. This is where we talk about our recent trips to the park and let you know what we wore, what we ate, what we rode, and just how our day went. John, since you joined us just now from the park, tell us about your last couple of days. You know, it's been Fresh good. From the park. What's that? said fresh from the park fresh from the park still got the park sweat on me i got the stank on me still <laughs> you know it's been tough the last two days so i've been working i've been uh I, before i start work i'll i'll drive my wife and daughter to the parks drop them off and then we're we're kind of we're, we're holding some reservations for next week because we got some friends in town and we want to make sure we get the park days we want so we're just using one reservation so i'm jumping out of the car tapping in so that i can make the next day's reservation and that is super inconvenient at Magic Kingdom. What what the hell, dude? You guys can't get within a mile and a half of the park. Like when you oh, drive yeah. there, like that yeah. is that is super inconvenient. Magic Kingdom is uh, <laughs> that's why like you barely hear me talk about going to Magic Kingdom because the parking is terrible. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's worth. Was that? It took, me, it, it took me an hour and a half to drop them off, go tap into the park, and get back to my condo, and I'm literally twelve minutes away. It was an hour and a half round trip because of all the all the hee on around. It's it's just interesting the thing you learn like when you drive to the park versus staying at a resort and take the bus there because yeah. the bus drop off is super close. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot you're a local now. Yeah, I'm a local now, so I've been driving. Like Animal <laughs> Kingdom was easy. Like we did Animal Kingdom yesterday. You know, it was a good day. We got we got most of the stuff in. I think I think the only thing I didn't ride yesterday was flight. You know, we we had some had some decent food. Uh, actually, you know what was cool is the, the first day we uh, I was actually able to make a reservation for Jungle Skipper on Tuesday after we were in the park. Um, we'd been eating fast food all the whole way across country, and so we were ready for a sit down dinner. That was it was nice. It was it was good to get there. Airbnb's all right. The it's all about the location. And uh, I think like I said, it's like a, I think it was a 15 minute drive to animal kingdom. The other thing I didn't know, Matt, is you didn't warn me about the toll roads. There's like freaking a million oh toll gosh. roads around here. Oh uh, yeah. Matt annoying. So it's like, <laughs> <Mad> annoying. So <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm going to pay by plate. So I'm expecting I'm going to get like a bill at the end of the Well, month. if you're here for, if you're here for this long, you can literally go to the grocery store and then you can get a, either a sun pass or an e-pass. That way you don't have to pay by plate. Yeah. I'll have to check just put the that. sticker. It's more if you pay by plate, right? Yeah, it's more. 
Yeah. Well, it's too yeah. late. Cause I like, like I came across like the 91 and then I was on the 429 and it's not and, too late. Cause you're there for like a million yeah. more days and literally every road is a toll. Well, yeah. I figured out how to get, I figured out how to get on property and back without taking a toll road. And it's one minute longer to skip the toll road. So it's not that. What, uh, where, where's your Airbnb at? I'm in a place uh, called Compass Bay. So like, it's like the first exit on the 429. Uh, okay. So you're closer to like Lake Eola. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like I said, I think it was, I think it was 15 minute drive to Animal Kingdom yesterday. So I'm not that far. So I just, Sorry. I just make a right. I just, I just turn it to Gaylord and I just go down a block and then I can get to the, get yeah, to oh, the I, I know where you're at. International and Osceola. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm like, I'm the street after like Polynesian or something, but yeah, it's down international. That's, that is correct. Anyway, we're having a good time out here, man. It's, it's like, it's like all the days are starting to blend together. I gotta, I've got to work tomorrow and I've got to work Monday and then I'm off for six days. So it's, it's the first time that I've been out here at Disney world. And like, I haven't had to try to cram everything in. Like I went, I went out uh, four o'clock. I quit working, went over to the parks. My wife and daughter have been there all day. They had a couple of lightning lanes book for me so it's just kind of cool like uh, we we didn't we didn't hit everything but there's no pressure to hit everything because we're here for 35 more days we'll, uh, we'll get we'll get it in <laughs> 35 more days yeah oh, he's I, there forever he yeah, is I don't, literally I don't not until, lying i leave i leave on the 21st of july <laughs> wait so you're here for a whole month yeah i think my I my airbnb stay was like 37 <laughs> like 37 nights in the airbnb Jeez. it was it was cheaper if you book them up. yeah i was gonna say you did like a month reservation yeah, they, it's it, it was it was a huge discount for booking more than thirty days. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm gonna say we have a guest at my hotel um, that I work at. Their family's here for thirty nights, and that's like twenty three thousand dollars. Yeah, I can't. I don't have that. It was I did not. Pay <laughs> that. That and, like, insane. and well, they're from Brazil, and they had like this package, but like it was twenty three thousand dollars, and I was like, they're here for thirty nights. See, 30 nights, $23,000, back to the 100K travel yeah. trip. We're talking 24 nights, the best resorts, and your <laughs> private jet flights, and your food, your chef, your doctor. I mean, it's worth it. We gotta, I got to get a GoFundMe. I got to get this 110. Well, I think the wild thing, Matt, is we're actually talking about doing a staycation from our vacation. So we're, we're thinking about going to the, <laughs> staying at a resort for a weekend while we're here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we need, we need to get away. It's good. <laughs> You've only been here for two days. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait how how long is your how long is your ticket? John's wild and he has. I bought annual. annual I bought annual passes. Oh thank God. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, he's he's, he's from the UK. Freaking... He's got a twenty-one day ticket. <laughs> Look, some of these guys will just come down and be like, "Yeah, I got a twenty-day ticket to Disney World." I'm like. What are you going to do for 20 days? I mean, I, I feel I'm, like I could make those 20 days worth it. That's I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping, I mean, if I, hoping to, I'm, I'm hoping not to working. Hit, I'm hoping to be on property every day. I'm rooting for you. So. I believe in you, John. Oh, are you going to uh, the other park? You know, we, we've talked about it. I don't even know. Like, there's two other, There's two universals. I don't even know which one I would go to because I'm like, I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I could care less about it. You can honestly. But you got to go on Hagrid. Everyone says it's like the best ride. You, you can honestly park hop. It's a. I mean, it's not as close as a park hop as Disneyland and DCA, but it's you can actually park hop here. You just ride the Hogwarts Express right over. Oh yeah, that too. If if you want to ride, yeah, the Hogwarts Express, you have to have a park hop here. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I I, I don't care. I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a universal guy. 
doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. I won't. I won't feel bad if I miss it. Um, although it'd be cool to try it. You going to water parks, John? I don't know. I was gonna say, you know, it's funny when you mentioned the discounts, though. That's already pissing me off about Disney World. It's like you guys don't get food discounts anywhere. No. Like you oh, know, it, it, it Disney. Oh yeah, Disneyland. You, almost everywhere. If you mobile order at Disneyland, you get fifteen percent off for your quick yeah. serve. Like, but like here. We went to Nomad Lounge. You don't even get 15% off with the Nomad Lounge. What the, you I know mean, why, though? It's because there's so many people here. Just like they don't need to discount for annual pass holders. Like, I know, but it's, it's just one of those things. Oh, you get 15% off food and food and beverage, ex, you know, except for you don't get it anywhere. You know, whereas Disneyland, you get it pretty much everywhere unless it's like a, you know, a cart. Unless it's a yeah. cart, yeah. I don't know. They, that's, the one that thing, that's the one thing that's jumped out. Toll roads. To food discount and the freaking parking <laughs> <laughs> things I didn't know jumping in. Yeah, I've got, but... it's, it's giving me a lot more land versus world topics. That's for sure. <laughs> Compared, we, to yeah, we definitely world. need more. So. so, what about you, Ruby? Did you get into the parks? Did you get the Mater popcorn bucket? So I am on my blackout period, boo, of my past. Oh, but no. Bill did get me a popcorn bucket. He's like Santa Claus of Mater popcorn buckets because he got one for me, he got one for Kyle, and he got one for Adrian. Adrian yeah. and I were like, I was like, he said he got me one. He's like, he said he got me one. I was like, Better not be the one he got me because I'm gonna meet up with him before you do. Well, so, hey, guess what? I mess I messaged him and he said he's gonna try to get me one tomorrow. Yeah, he's going tomorrow. So he's also gonna try to get me the um Mater uh 10th anniversary pin where it's Mater in front of the Cars Land sign. Cause I love Mater. He's just like one of my favorite. I want to call him a people, but he's not a people. He's one of my favorite characters. Um, so I am so excited about that popcorn bucket. Um, but yeah, I am really bummed because I'm in my blackout period of my past. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy that SoCal like Do single it. park date, just so I can like fit a couple trips in. Cause I have my reservations for August booked, but like, I'm already feeling like the anxiety of like, why can't I go? So I feel like I need to get my pass. You could dye your hair blonde that I could send you my wife's pass. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have uh, a lot of people think I'm Filipino and my one of my good friends is Filipino and we're like both kind of the same height and like have round faces. And so she's like, I should just like let you use my pass. I'm pretty sure you can get it, but I'm like way too scared. I don't want to get in trouble, but I'm like, I probably could actually just get they it. don't they don't you guys don't use fingerprints do you no they don't do biometrics nope. over there so nope, you put so on scan, the all you gotta good. do is log into the log into it on your app and let them scan it yeah so i don't know i'll just buy my my single days i know i'm gonna do it it's just a matter of when yeah. um but yeah i didn't make it onto the park obviously but frankie have you been on the park this week yeah I was, so i went to epcot two days ago because uh to ride guardians obviously i want to go on it and what song did okay, you get I have, I have a question on guardians yeah so what time can you get on what what time are the boarding groups what time do you get those uh, so you can get it at 7 a.m so if you don't get it at 7 a.m you can also get it at 1 p.m as long as you're in the park already okay so, so i have epcot reservation have for sunday yeah, so at so 7 a.m from my house i can try it correct yep. yeah so the song, the last song that I had was Disco Inferno, which is Burn Baby Burn. And I felt like it wasn't the best song for that ride. But hmm. I've also gotten Everybody Wants to Rule the World, One Way or Another, and September. 
I feel um, like I would want September the most, but that's just because I love that song. September is good. Conga and Iran. Those are the two other ones that I'm missing because there's six songs total. Everybody wants to rule the world is is my favorite. But yeah, I still have I, I had four out of the six songs. I haven't had Conga and I haven't had Disco Inferno. But I know I'm not gonna like Disco Inferno because no, I didn't like it. Uh, is there any like rhyme or reason to the song? Like so is it totally in, random every time? Is it yeah, is it like it is, is it like yeah. mission breakout? It is, yep. Yeah. I can't wait to go back when it's when I can finally go and write it. I need to go back and like just spend more days at the park. Is what I need. 37. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be like, excuse me, work. I need a sabbatical because I need to go spend 37 days at Walt Disney World. Can you imagine? I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> John, John can. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Did you make it to the park this week? I did. So Friday, um, me and Emily went to studios. Um, we matched in Panda Dunks again, like nice. always. Um, when we first got there, we went to Docking Bay 7. I tried the rib plate. I, don't, I forgot the specific name for it, but um, I tried that for the first time, which was really good. Um, I got it with the rice and veggies. The rice was a little bit undercooked, but the ribs kind of made up for it. It was still good. Um, the next, I will get it again, but the next time I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it with, I think it was like, I think it was slaw and a blueberry muffin and the blueberry mm. muffin looks good. Mm. And I think I'm going to get that next time. But, um, but yeah, after that we went on, um, we actually went on a lot of rides. We went on Mickey and Minnie's, uh, Slinky, uh, Slinky Dog Dash. And then after that we went on Smuggler's Run and then Tower. And then, it was like 20 minutes until the park closed. So we decided to go on rise. So we got all the way until the interrogation room. And then all of a sudden they started pulling people back. And then literally five minutes before they're just like, they got on the intercom is like, all missions are suspended. No. So I broke down and they literally escorted us out. Oh, bummer. In the back. Yeah, it was a bummer. But... Did you wait a long time? Um, not really, no. Okay, that's at least better. It's the worst when you like wait forever and then they're like, sorry. Yeah, yeah Matt, that, we actually got um, evacuated at the same spot when I was with my son at Disneyland. And fortunately it was the middle of the day and they gave us um, three multi-experience passes for uh, getting back. Uh... So it was a good deal. I wasn't mad about it. But was it an individual? Like, did you buy individual lightning lane? Yeah, we paid. It? We paid for the oh, lightning okay. lane. Yeah, my, that, that's actually the only time my son's tried to ride it. We, he got evacuated off of it. He's like, uh, "What's the big deal?" I'm like, "You haven't even got to the good part yet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was also at Studios like last week. I just wanted to try the cold brew calf, which is un- not as good as the one at Disneyland, unfortunately. I've heard that. Dude, I've heard that. If if this because. If the Disneyland one tastes better, then I don't know. Because I thought the one in Disney World was amazing. So I can't even imagine what the one in Disneyland tastes like. I really want them to figure out how to make like a dairy-free version. Because for those of us that are intolerant to lactose, it's like you that's like too creamy of something for me to try. Like I'll bring lactates with me and eat other things. But like 
cream cheese foam is like very dairy heavy. So I'm like too hesitant to try it. Cause I'm afraid I'll just have a really bad stomach ache. And I did order it once and I was like, I'll try it without the like cream cheese foam, just like cereal. Cause I just love cereal. And it was like, whatever, right. It was just like watery coffee with cereal. So I was like, well, eh. I didn't really get the whole experience, but I feel like they could probably make a dairy free version and it would be really good. So I, I hope they yeah. can all right. Well, speaking of dietary choices and restrictions, we're moving on to herbs plant-based option of the week, except instead of herb, I picked the plant-based option and I picked the Ronto Less Roaster. So it's, if <laughs> John, don't look at me. It is actually really good. I prefer the Ronto Roaster. The only reason why is because it's actually a little less spicy, um, but I think all of the ingredients that they put on the Rontolis roaster make it really good um, because it's it does get spicy. It has, um, what do they have on it? It's got like pickled vegetables. So it's got plant-based sausage, which is pretty good. It's got a spicy kimchi slaw, sweet pickled cucumber, a plant-based gochujang, spread and then in the pita of course um I really like it I go to Disney with some vegan friends from time to time and so they convinced me to try it one time and I was pleasantly surprised if I had planned on having an already meat heavy day with some of my other snack choices I would definitely sub this besides getting a regular Ronto roaster so I recommend checking it out if you're looking to get a plant-based option when you go to the park I don't know. I think we should, I think we should have gone corn fed again. Cause I would have gone with, uh, <laughs> I would have gone with what I had for dinner tonight, which was Walt's chili cheese. I'll be foot long hot dog. Oh, <laughs> I think there is a vegan one of that too. I don't, I don't need the vegan one. Um, but again, <laughs> the AP discount did not apply on my 1399 and I did upgrade the fries to be chili cheese fries. So yeah, it was, it was a chili cheese kind of dinner. That does sound really good. I do love a good chili cheese dog. It was, um, it was, it was giant. All right. And that is our plant-based option of the week. Next up, we will get into some games with Frankie so we can get to know Frankie a little bit better. All right. The first game we're going to play is Disney or Datney. So this is usually herb special, but I'm covering for him. So it's our version of this or that. So you tell us which one you prefer. Disneyland or Disney World? Oh, so hard. <laughs> I thought you were going to start out with Celtics or Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know if it's not the Warriors. So we can keep it peaceful in here. <laughs> uh, that's hard because I've been annual pass holders for both. I would probably have to choose. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Choose, choose, choose. Yeah, choose, man. Look, I love the fireworks shows and like stuff here at Disney World, but also like I spent, I waited so long to meet Raya at Disneyland. (laughs) So like it's one of those like really. You you gotta, you gotta go. Walt's presence can be felt at Disneyland. Come on now. It's true. I know. I really like Disneyland a lot, but also like Disney World. But like at the way Disney World's going right now, 
Probably not. I'll probably have to go with Disneyland. Gang, it's, gang, it's, gang. It's, it's technically my home park because I was born in California, uh, but I was in Vegas for 15 years. Nice. But I, every time I go home to Vegas, more often than not, I'm going to Disneyland because I was just there in March because I wanted to go meet Raya. Yeah. And I was like, I've been waiting so long because she was there for Lunar New Year for February. Uh-huh. And I was like, please be there in March. Yeah. And she was. And I had like a whole minute and a half long conversation with her. It was great. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's a good lead into my next one, which is Raya or Mulan. Oh, they both have special meaning in my <laughs> So growing up, well, obviously Mulan is like one of the only Asian representation you have growing up, but Mulan specifically. So I use he, they pronouns and I'm trans. So Mulan with the whole like, I can be a boy, boys can do girl things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, really helped resonate with me growing up because I didn't have any other representation. I didn't have any other like, I guess, icons to look up to. So when I had top surgery two years ago I was wrapped up in ace bandages and the only thing I can think of was ping you know that one seat and we want yeah and I was like this is, this is my Disney bound <laughs> it was a perfect Disney bound it was the best Disney bound I think that one had like the most likes I've ever got on an Instagram because like 2,000 likes on that one that's awesome so recently like obviously I love Raya but I guess long term we have to be Mulan that's cool so I did uh see the box lunch post that you did where you mentioned Mulan being like an inspirational icon to you so I knew that would be kind of a tough choice (laughs) um so I I'm kind of poking these at you on purpose but yeah I really appreciate you sharing that story because I think it's it's so true, like seeing representation through characters that resemble us or our cultures or just how we identify is like super important. All right. Another tough one. This might be Big Hero 6 or Turning Red. Oh, they're so different. They're so different. Matt, did you put her up to this? <laughs> Dude, I can't all these on my Instagram. own. <laughs> It's all over your Instagram. You did this to yourself. <laughs> you did that to yourself, dude. <laughs> I'm a very good Instagram sleuth. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I literally wear everything I like on my sleeve. So, like, it's, it, that's rough because it's funny because I, with Big Hero 6, it's not so much that I don't think what's a good word. Because up until Mulan, there wasn't really anyone else. Now, obviously, I'm not Japanese, I'm Filipino, but I also lived in Japan, but I've also sort of lived in San Francisco. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, you know, I really enjoyed San Francisco. I guess Big Hero 6 would be more of a, if I had to be, if I had an alter ego, if I had uh, like another persona, it would be like a mix of Hiro and Tadashi. I love Baymax. Baymax is definitely like a comfort character for me. Um, I have I have a million Baymax plush. So you can ask Matt. I have too many. Um, <laughs> so you know, like the Mega Zoom Zoom that Disney Store used to have back in the day. Have you ever seen a Mega Zoom Zoom? I don't think I have. Maybe I have. I will be right back. I'm gonna grab it. Okay. <laughs> so this is just a normal Zoom Zoom, right? Is it like he expands open? No, no, no. So this, he's a sushi. This is just a sushi. Oh, oh, cute. This is the mega oh one. My God. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy cow. <laughs> Love it. So when I th- when I mean mega, like he's. Yeah, he's huge. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a body pillow. <laughs> that might be the thumbnail for the episode. <laughs> I know we got off topic here. Uh, <laughs> 
Turning Red. Turning Red is um, it's such a fun movie because I normally don't like a lot of Pixar movies. I don't know what it is about them, like where like I can't understand the message or I just don't get it. <laughs> like <laughs> I couldn't get Soul. Oh, I love Soul. And I had like no interest in watching Onward, so I was like, okay, give this a shot. But Turning Red was very early two thousand pre-puberty or beginning of puberty uh, type of experiences, so things that I felt and identify with growing up. So, you know, the boy band and um, not drawing, well, I guess drawing, but like, you know, fan fiction and things like that. Things that are very like uh, specific, but also culturally specific because again, I'm a first generation Filipino American so things that other people wouldn't get in turning red, I 100% related to. Mm-hmm. So that's probably, culturally, it's probably the closest I felt in terms of experiences. Like, I know Raya, culturally, you know, for all of, like, Southeast Asian culture, I can identify with some things there. But because foremost, I am a Filipino-American versus, like, May was Chinese-Canadian, you get the uh, uh, interracial culture between uh both yeah and it's funny enough so i have a second first name and it's actually also pronounced may but it's spelled m-a-e so it's weird hearing it on screen yeah my parents call me that but then hearing it on screen i'm just like i keep like reflecting <laughs> no like no that's not me it's somebody else i guess i have to choose a franchise to be big hero six but turning red is definitely like in like my top 10 of Disney films. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big uh big Hero 6 fan. I also love Turning Red, but uh cuz I feel like it did it was the time I grew up as well with boy bands and I just felt like it really resonated with me. But Big Hero 6, same. I I love Japanese culture and I lived in San Francisco for so long. So San Francisco was so cool to me. And then I'm I'm a techie. So uh just being like a tech person in general, I just felt like I love that movie so much. All right. Well, you kind of alluded to this one a little bit, but uh, Pixar or Disney Animation Studios? Disney Animation Studio. Yeah. We're, I think we'll go opposites on that. I'm definitely a Pixar person. Um, Star Wars or Marvel? Uh, funny enough, I didn't grow up with either. So all of my knowledge of both Star Wars and Marvel is from 2015 onward. Mm-hmm. So I know enough about both to make conversations. But everyone else around me is into Marvel and Star Wars. I really don't necessarily have an opinion on either one, which is I like more. Yeah. Um, I have participated in more Star Wars things versus Marvel things, though, because I have friends who are super into Marvel. So, like, I went to a couple of those lightsaber meetups and things like that. So, like, it's fun, it's enjoyable. With Marvel, it's kind of harder to participate in because of a lot of it's more story-based versus Star Wars yeah. is like, oh, you like lightsabers? Pew, 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 pew. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one. I, I've always been like more of a Star Wars person just because I grew up with it, but I'm like really starting to come around to Marvel more and I'm like starting to catch up more on some of the um, backstories of people. So I, I don't know, I'm starting to get more into it now, which I feel like is really late for me to get into it, but I'm enjoying it. All right, uh, rope drop or close out the park? You know what? I very rarely actually close out the park. So it probably had to be rope drop. Nice. 
I'm like not an early bird. I'm awake. I'm just not awake. Like I'm a zombie. So I just feel like I never really enjoy it as much as other people. <laughs> and last but not least, Disney Christmas or Disney Halloween? I'm a sucker for That's Christmas. That's always a tough one. Yeah. I'm a sucker for Christmas, but I love the Halloween parties. And I'm like, like I love the holiday music and everything, but like Halloween is so much fun. I know. Agreed. It's just like totally agree. I was so mad when I went to Disneyland in December and I didn't, and they didn't have a like a Christmas party. Yeah, I know this this past year is the first year they've ever done a Christmas party. It's it's and awesome, I was like, man. And they do it so well. I was so pissed because I'm like, uh, you have Elsa and her frozen all up from an adventure outfit, and we can't get nothing. You have Han of the Southern Isles. You have the Duke of Wesselton. Like. <laughs> We get we get nothing. We get absolutely nothing down here. It's just crazy because they do such a good job with Oogie Boogie Bash. You know they you know they could crush it if they wanted to do a good uh, Christmas party. I, I think it's here purely because it's the quantity of people that is here, and because there is four parts. So operational wise, it's harder to do it here versus at Disneyland. So I've noticed that between the two, is that yes, they could have that much characters down here but at the same time they still need to expand those same people to be friends with those characters in other parts and parades and shows whereas Disneyland really only has like yeah they have the Roman characters but you know Disney World has Seth of the Lion King, Finding Nemo, the Castle Stay Show, Seth of Fantasy, any of the Roman characters, the Cavalcade so realistically we could. See I, I was I was thinking it's because they don't want to close the park that many nights, you know, around the Christmas because there's only two parks. So when you close Disneyland early, you're forcing people over to DCA, which generally closes early, earlier than Disneyland anyway. Yeah. But if you think of the demographic of people who go to Disneyland versus World, is that it's annual pass holders and cast members, so it's easier to close out the park that way and not have to lose out a lot of money because those same people are bringing that money over to the private event of here is that people are saving up money to be here for two weeks three weeks etc and we can't close that the park as often like it's like the same way we can't do any overlays at our at our attractions because they need to be running 24 7 like they need to be running 365 uh-huh. days a year we can't have a you, you can't day. close your haunted mansion for three weeks to do a jack <laughs> skeleton yeah not at all because people would throw a bit uh we can't do hyperspace mountain you know we we can't do any overlays because of the sheer quantity of people that come to the parks here. Because they, when it comes to like park capacity, a slow day at Magic Kingdom is a, like a full day at Hollywood Studios. Like it's like phase four capacity, basically. So if you think about the quantity of people that are within each park, plus, you know, we got the two water parks and 30 hotels that we have on property, it's so much harder operational-wise to close things down. Well, these sound like all good reasons why Disneyland is better, but I'll just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. I, I don't like for Christmas, but I love the Haunted Mansion overlay. Absolutely. Oh, it's the best. It's so good. They do it so well, and it's so good. I know. I love it. All right. They never do their fireworks every night. Well, thank you for playing Disney or Datney. I know I gave you some tough ones, so thanks for sticking it through with me. Um, Next, we'll have some trivia with Matt.
Matt, what do you got for us? All right, man. I hope you're ready for the Disney hype trivia. Question number one, name all six songs played on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Like right now? Like right now. Okay. <laughs> Everybody wants the world of worlds. September, Disco Inferno, Conga, Iran, and I'm uh, missing one. One way or another. That is correct. All right, question number two. What does Baymax say whenever he fist bumps? Balala. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. How many Starbucks are there at Walt Disney World? <laughs> How many Starbucks are at Walt Disney World? Six. Yep. There's one, there's one of these. Steve- then there's two at Disney Springs. Yep. Wow. All right. <laughs> question, question number four. What are the names of the seven dwarfs? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, sleepy, Sneezy, Dopey, Happy. Uh, sleepy, Sneezy, Dopey, Happy, Grumpy. Only the last two that I'm always wrong. Doc, right? No. Doc, mm-hmm. yes. What's the last one? Happy? Did I say happy? You said happy. You said happy, but you do have one more. Sleepy, sneezy, dopey, happy, dark, grumpy. No, I can't. Think of bashful. Bashful. It's the dark and bashful that always gets me because they're, they don't rhyme like everyone else. Yeah. All right. And last question. Are Chippendale brothers or friends? Didn't we talk about this? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're just friends. So it was actually answered in a new Rescue Rangers movie. They are indeed friends. Yeah, I need to watch that. I don't have, I haven't had time to watch it. I, I know it's funny. And I you need, need you need it. to watch that like, I know, right after this episode. It's, <laughs> it's so pretty good. good. So good. And I love the commercials and I love the trailers. Like, I know I need to watch it and just have it. And that's it. Thank you for playing the Disney Hype Trivia. Awesome. Thank you, Matt. Good job. I think that's probably like better than I did when I did trivia. I don't remember. I was, I just know I had a lot of anxiety. <laughs> I think you only got one wrong. And it was the Drake one. Worst. All right. Uh, well, just a couple of questions just to get to know a little bit more about you, Frankie. So one question just came up in my mind. I think you said you lived in Vegas for a while. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when did you live in Vegas? And like, what, what were you into when you were there? I grew up in Vegas. I know another friend of ours, Felix, she grew up in Vegas as well. So I didn't know you lived in Vegas at any point, but tell me more about that. So I was born in California, and then I was in Japan for nine years from, like, 96 to 05. So I moved to Vegas in 2005. I recently left in 2017. Okay, So cool. my parents still live in Vegas. So my family still lives in Vegas. I visit home, all, you know, every so often. I was just there in March. Cool. Yeah, so my mom still lives in Vegas, and you arrived in Vegas just after I left. So I graduated high school in 04, and moved to New York for college so we missed each other but yeah I go back pretty frequently to visit my mom as well that's where where in Vegas is your parents from uh I grew up in Summerlin okay so we are in we're on the border of Vegas and North Las Vegas on Decatur and 215 okay cool very cool so what got you into Disney uh I've always been into Disney but it wasn't until like later on in life like middle school high school that I got 
more into Disney. And then I was applying for the college program on a whim, avoiding homework. So <laughs> it's not like I, I didn't know anything about the college program. And I had passed through everything essentially with flying colors until I got accepted. So it just so happened at the right time where I was graduating community college at CSN. And then I, I was going to take a semester off anyway, because I was going to start UNLV in the fall. Uh-huh. So then I came down here for the college program. And it kind of just went from there, because right before the college program had started, I got really into Frozen and Big Hero 6. So up until that point, I was just like your standard Disney fan. And it wasn't until like Frozen and Big Hero 6 where it became much more than that. <laughs> Awesome. That's rad. Um, so I mentioned before that I had seen that you did like a box lunch post where you talked about Mulan being an inspirational icon. And I observed through your Instagram that you are pretty outspoken about topics that maybe not a lot of people would be willing to be outspoken about. Um, inclusion and representation seems to be a lot of your Instagram, which I think is really important. We're coming off of AAPI Heritage Month and into Pride Month. And so being a part of a marginalized community can obviously be very challenging, but what helps you feel like you can show up as your authentic self and and really help advocate for a positive move forward so that more people can show up as their authentic selves? Honestly, Disney has been really good as uh, like as an escapism because there are so many people here that are feel comfortable enough to be their true self. I remember, I think I was in the eighth grade. I was still struggling with gender expression, gender identity, because I didn't know what it was. I knew I had these internal feelings, but I didn't have a word for it. So I didn't actually find out the word trans until like high school. But I remember specifically, do you remember where Mickey and the Magical Map is at Disneyland? I think so. So like at the back end, the theater by Toontown. Yeah. So back then in like the early 2000s, they had meet and greets over there. And I specifically remember, it was a bunch of princesses too. Uh I specifically remember Mulan being there and she had called me a young prince. Because back then I was like, you know, I I dressed very masculine. I dressed like a boy, you know, like my hair was like, I think my hair was either in a hat or something or whatever, but or I had cut it at that point, but Mulan had called me a young prince. And I know a lot of these terms are gendered, but back then it felt like that was the right thing to call me. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't know what was going on, it was one thing where like, it felt right. So from there, obviously Mulan became, you know, more of a comfort thing than anything. And then moving forward, um, it wasn't until I got into college that I felt more aligned with myself, that I felt more confident. It's, definitely scary because I didn't have any resources or a lot of support like other people do mm-hmm. especially coming from you know a Christian military Filipino household yeah and these are just things that you know people just don't understand right away so trying to learn and get all that information for yourself is kind of hard so when I came down to do the college program I didn't tell anybody that I was trans I was I was able to come down here and got accepted as you know, male, like nobody knew that my gender identity was anything different. And I unfortunately got outed on Yik Yak. So I had to re-come out publicly again after I had came out a few years prior in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then once I did that, you know, it kind of like a weight lifted off my shoulders and I don't really have to be paranoid for people to find out, you know, 
if I'm a boy or a girl and that kind of thing. So I started, you know, just being more outspoken about it because Disney is one of those companies that, you know, that aren't going to fire you for being trans. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of other companies are. Yeah. They won't ever say that, but they will. Yeah. And so I kind of took the escapism from Disney and, you know, all the similarities that I have with all these characters and the park and just show other people like we're literally the same people like you and I like we're no different we're all you know big Disney fans you know we all rope drop we all you know sweat in humid weather (laughs) so with that being I became a very big uh, advocate within the college program within colleges um, within my university so I had always done like activism stuff as like a side thing mm-hmm. I've done seminars I've done panels I've done uh, live interviews on tv I've done a lot of article interviews all throughout the last like I'm gonna say 15 years well not 15 years but more like the last 12 years mm-hmm. so but people have followed my stories over the years so I you know I have quite a bit of following but I like to make it a quality relationship with the people that follow me like even you know if I don't follow everybody back and things like that I have a lot of people who have messaged me I have had teachers um, educators parents other adults who have you know nieces nephews and godchildren that are either part of the LGBTQ community you know are you know trans or non-binary just asking how they could better support you know the people that they love or they just want to be more educated on you know, why I'm doing things the way that I'm doing, and is it really going to harm anybody else, which is not. I recently had somebody that I've been acquaintances on Facebook for such a long time, but they had just recently came out to me. because They were like, I didn't know who else to talk to, and I know you're pretty outspoken about it. I know that, you know, I can see how much happier you are by being your true self. So it's nice to have that kind of support in the Disney community, but to be able to amplify it for others, because in the last seven years that I've you know, been off and on with Disney, I have seen so much other LGBTQ people come out like within the last seven years. A lot of kids through the college program, a lot of trans and non-binary kids or college students will come and do the program because it's because I put myself out there and other people have put themselves out there to make it feel like it's a safer option for them to kind of grow up, you know, get a job, you know make build a you know a new community with themselves and others so being you know filipino american but also being a trans person there's a lot of stigma around and you know i want to showcase that it's you can make it and it does get better because if you know me going to the parks all the time can show somebody oh i can do that too you know i can you know have the fun and freedom to do these things and not be in fear of my parents, my friends, and all that stuff, then, you know, that's really what I wanted. I want to show them that you can live life more so because I know what it's like to be alone and not supported to guess where I'm going at. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I think, you know, it's, it's really valuable to hear the different voices. And a lot of what you touched on is stuff that I also find very valuable in my life. As I mentioned, I work in the tech industry and I'm a Latina in the tech industry, so I am a minority in our group. And the company I work for, uh, we focus a lot on 
equality and working towards that. And one of the things that we did over the last couple of years was uh, we held the first trans summit in Silicon Valley. And we partnered with an organization, Gender Cool, which is for, I'm sure you've probably heard of them, but they work with you know, young trans folks and their parents to help give them get the resources. And I just feel like work like that is really important so that young trans people, as you mentioned, can see themselves in the future of the workforce and know that they will be safe to be their true authentic selves. And it, you know, being trans or being a part of the LGBT community does not differentiate what you're capable of. And I agree, like when I go to Disneyland, it's like I revert to my most happy self and I feel I can just be authentically Ruby. And that's part of what makes it so special for me that it's a happy place. But I think it's really powerful to have the people who are willing to amplify their voices because one thing I heard at a conference before that really stood out to me, we were talking specifically about women in IT management and and a woman said, you know, we can't be what we can't see. So if you don't see yourself in these spaces, if we don't see ourselves in the movies we watch, if we don't see ourselves in these environments, it's hard to imagine a future where we can be a part of that. And so it takes some people who are willing to branch out and really speak to it and make themselves visible so that other people can see it and know that they have a path forward as well. So um, I think it's awesome, the community that you're building and the access that people have to you through Instagram and through the other media that you're doing. And thank you for, you know, being vulnerable and being willing to put yourself out there so that other people can see a future for themselves as well. I think that's really powerful. Thank you. Awesome. Well, those are the questions I have. Matt or John, did you have any other questions that you wanted to tap into? Oh, man, that was good stuff, though. Thank you for sharing. That was really good. Matt, I feel like you've heard of this before. I, you said some stuff that I, I mean, you said some stories that, I, that you've never told me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Well. You never, told, you never you? told me the, the Prince story. Like, it's one of those things that's kind of buried at the back of my mind until I remember them. But now I know. But thank you for telling me. <laughs> or thank you for telling us. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like awesome. I said, I'm, I'm always an open book. Like, I always encourage people, regardless of, you know, whatever question it is, like, just don't be afraid to ask. Because, like, I, I'm, I've been working in the hospitality industry for the last, you know, how many years. So I'm not offended by certain questions but I, I will know how to steer it into an answer that's appropriate. Right. So I'm always open to questions. I'm always open for not suggestions, but like people to reach out for. Like I've had several people be like, hey, I know this person. Is it okay if I get you in contact with them? You know, they're just starting this out, X, Y, and Z and whatnot. You know, whether these relationships are short-term or long-term, it's, you know, it's a step forward. And again, I know what it's like to have no resources. But I found out through Tumblr. That's how, that's how I found out about the LGBTQ community. It was through Tumblr. Yeah. And that's the worst place to find out. Yeah. That's a rough <laughs> place to find out. <laughs> so, like, you know, if you, know, if you can find things at, at a my post at a Disney park, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> like, you know, that's a safer alternative than Tumblr. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Well, thank you again so much. It's been great having you on the pod and just getting to know you. Um, Matt, thank you for bringing Frankie into the bubble here. It's always nice to get to know new people in the community. I've always said like finding Kicks at the Castle has been such a great joy over the last year for me. I've made so many new friends 
over the internet. And it's truly the promise of the internet is just bringing together people from all over the place with common interests. And so uh, I just, I love it here. Uh, John, thanks for letting me host today to cover for you. It was not as stressful as last time. So it's getting a little bit easier. She's a pro. She's a pro <laughs> now. It's all yours. I think uh, she's come for your title, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gladly handing it back next week. Please and thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to everyone who's listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us. Check out the YouTube and join us on our Discord. We are Kicks at the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to tag us and use the Kicks at the Castle hashtag. My name is Ruby, and you can find me on Instagram at Rubes. That's R-O-O-B-S-S. Frankie, how can the listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on every social media platform as Frankie the Shorty with a Y. Awesome. And Matt, how can the people hit you up? Uh, you find me at the Disney High Beast or TDHB Shop. Awesome. And our wonderful true host, John, where can the folks find you? You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. All right. Your time, that's all of our time. You can find my man Irv at Main Street Dead. Yes, I'm sorry, Irv. Come back. Bring us more plant-based options. We're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's, uh, thank you for your time. That is all of our time. Have a good one. Peace.